we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Breakfast Club. You guys are changing the entire scene. They've got cultural hip-hop. Well, y'all came a long way. They might not watch the news, but, you know, they're listening to the Breakfast Club. Who to go? DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, and Charlemagne the God. Y'all are like a mega force. Breakfast Club, that's how we got a day started. Wake your ass up, it's morning time. The Breakfast Club is on. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Jess Hilarious. What's up? Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet, it's Monday! What is up, y'all? Big Jess, not the little one, the Jess Hilarious official era has started. What's happening? I'm just trying to get my stuff together right now. You know, I come in and um, what's up? What's up, y'all? Come on. Well, her, they won't plug on? in. Hold on. Drop on the clues bombs with Justin Larry. Yeah. Can we get her headphones right? It's giving me all the way together. Her real first quick. day here. Yeah, because you know I can't As wait to call y'all. Co-host? I can't wait to hate something. What's up? You good? Is it working? Yeah. Is it, it better? Working? I don't know. Is it working? Can you hear you? Let me see. Hello. 
Hello, can you hear? Well, don't turn it up too loud. Yeah, you're deaf. Goofy. That's all you had to do right there. Now try it now. Come on, don't tell me all I had to do. <laughs> you had to do, had to do it press on. Hello. Hello. See? <laughs> can you hear? You good? No, I it still won't hear? Oh, man. Or oh, maybe they dead. Those we yours? Who gave me those headphones? I don't know. These better be Raycons dying like this. They, they are, are Raycons. Oh, my God. Oh, my Ray. God. <laughs> they are Raycons. Oh, get Jeff some yeah, headphones. Can we get some, some headphones? Jesus Christ, y'all. Oh, my God. Some headphones that's that first day. That's the least, that's the least oh y'all could have done. Yeah. Get us some headphones and a microphone. Y'all so worried about balloons. Okay. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> so worried about balloons. I do love my balloons, though. Don't, don't do that. No, they look beautiful. You can't yes. hear for real? No, no, I can't. I'm not gonna lie. We gonna try these headphones. Oh here. no, no, no! We no. gotta get her some headphones. I'm gonna get her some headphones today. You about to give her the damn Fisher Price, my first starter kit headphones? <laughs> that's exactly care. what that is. Right? No. Okay, okay, that's what matters. Drop the bomb for Jess. What's good? There we go. Good morning, Jess. How you feeling? Good morning. I'm feeling good. I am tired, but I am. I'm good. You're good. Yeah, I'm built for this. What's up? Happy, happy, happy to be here. How was the weekend? Finally, the weekend was good. I I got a lot done. Mm-hmm. I actually. Just took all weekend and prepared for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I can read and everything now. So, you know, I can read I'm going to now. First, yeah. first, first day of the rest of your life. Or at least for the next. First day. Next, how many years of the contract? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But, uh, for however long it's going to be, this is the first day. There you That's go. right. Yep. All right. Yep, yep. Well, let's get the show cracked. We got a lot to talk about today. Tesla yes. Figaro has front page news. Of course, the Grammys were last night. A lot to discuss. And can we, we got some killer mics? Can we start first, the show yes, with some killer mics? Yes, we're going to start the show with some Killer Mike. Killer Mike had got? a clean sweep Definitely last night proud. at the Grammys. Killer Mike was nominated for Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Money Year. Yeah, best rap and he money won year. every single one of them. They didn't televise not near one of them. Which is I, I don't know how we got Crazy. to that point. We'll uh, talk about Grammys. that later. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how we got to the point where we don't televise the hip-hop awards no more. Hmm. Oh, you got your fresh headline painted on for Jeff this morning? Uh-uh. That's what I'm talking you don't, about. Don't start. That's don't blame nothing. You think I'm cute? You think I'm cute? I'm think I'm cute. I ain't no, saying all yes, that. Yes, it just looks very obvious. Yes, you do. That looks very obvious. Don't, don't blame nothing on look. me. <laughs> this guy think I'm cute. No. Well, let's get this show no. started. Here's Killer Mike. This is new Killer Mike off the uh, Michael Deluxe. It's called Get Some Money. Morning, everybody. It's yes, DJ MV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, sir. Salute to Killer Mike. Clean sweep at the Grammys last night. He won mm-hmm. all three Grammys he was nominated for. Sure did. And then got arrested shortly after. That's the life of a black man in America. Highs and lows. Hey, okay? Well, okay, well, but we're going to focus on the highs. That's right. Good morning, Tez. Good morning. Good morning, Queen. Let me good say morning. good morning to the Queen of the Breakfast Club first. Jess Hilarious. DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. Hey, girl. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. I just want to tell everybody, all, all the soccer fans, that the FIFA World Cup will be in New York, New Jersey in 2026. Everybody thought it was going to Dallas, but New York and New Jersey pulled it off. So 2026, the FIFA will be uh, played at uh, MetLife Stadium. And that's super huge for the city. All right. Now, what we got? Tears, where we starting? Well, first, I just want to give my personal shout out to Killer Mike. I know we all doing that this morning, but I was there when he was interviewed for the Grammys when they came in Dallas and met with him. So I'm very, very excited. I was in tears last night. So congratulations to him again. Nice. Now, President Joe Biden, he won 96% of the vote in South Carolina. Take a listen. In the first official contest of the Democratic presidential primary season, President Biden getting his first victory in South Carolina. Biden posted a video Saturday night on X following his projected win, thanking voters for their support. South Carolina, we did it again. You did it for me again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 2020 and now again 2024. Now let's go win the whole thing. Let's win it all. 
Now, Arthur Marianne Williamson, she came in second place with 2.1% of the vote. U.S. Rep. Dean Phillips received 1.7% of the vote. Now, despite Phillips' loss, Dean Phillips did say he's not leaving the race. He said on Twitter, Crack, cracking four digits, never felt so good. Congratulations, Mr. President, on a good old-fashioned whooping. See you in Michigan. So with that statement, it appears that Dean will be skipping Nevada uh, because actually the next primary is February 6th in Nevada and then February 27th in Michigan. No, so, no, no surprise that uh, no surprise. President Biden won South Carolina. I mean, those OGs in my beautiful home state of South Carolina are going to always ride with Biden. I wonder if that's mm-hmm. a snapshot of uh, things to come or, who, or will he go somewhere like Michigan and uh, get a rude awakening? I think when he goes to Michigan, Charlemagne is a good point um, because of all of the activists that are actively uh, running campaigns against Joe Biden due to uh, everything that's happening in the Middle East. East, um, You will get a a snapshot to see, you know, what it looked like. But when you're not when nobody else is on the ballot, it's just one person. You know, how can you really, you know, make that determination? But I I do think Michigan is definitely going to show uh, how people feel as far as the war is concerned. And we have to look at that and say, what is that going to look like in the general election when he's up against Trump? Mm. All right. We got time for another one. You want to talk about the gas prices? Yeah, just quickly, as the Midwest families, uh, they're riding their cars this morning, wanted to give at least some good news on the economy. Uh, there's a quick update on gas. According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, uh, regional prices fell this week. So the average is $2.87 for regular fuel. Last week it was $2.89. So this tally is based upon uh, Illinois. Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Ohio, South Dakota, Tennessee and Wisconsin. So hopefully that can spread uh, around the country. You know, a lot of us were concerned about how is the war going to affect gas prices. So I thought this was some good news to see that the price of gas is going down. Hopefully it'll stay that way. Are they going in in our reserves or are we still getting getting barrels from overseas? Do we know? I don't know. I don't want to guess and just, you know, throw anything out Mm -hmm. there, but. Um, obviously, anytime you know there's a war going on in the Middle East, that's something to, to be looked at. That's why I thought this story was really interesting um, that the price of gas is going down. So you know, when we'll, you, we'll when, see. When you was born in the 1900s, like we were, 1978, at, for myself, mm-hmm. gas always seemed too high. When you remember gas <laughs> being a dollar. Jesse, you don't know nothing about that. No. Okay. I don't. When, when gas was a dollar, you always remember that. So gas always seemed too high. Mm. Yeah, but I thought they said that, you know, especially since Biden is running, you, you take from the reserves to keep gas prices down. So it looks like, you know, he, he's keeping the gas prices down. So people, you know, put them in a positive light when it comes to gas prices. So they usually go to the reserves to make sure the gas prices stay low during, especially during election year, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's smart. If they're doing it, then, then good. Bring mm-hmm. bring it on down then. Whatever, right. whatever Whatever's going to help the family uh, try to reduce some of that price. So thought that was just some good news. All right. Well, that is front page news. What are we talking next hour? Oh, man, come back and next time. New New York police chief said it's time for officers to get back to being police officers and stop acting like the hip hop department. Uh, and then we're going <laughs> to talk. What the hell that mean? Yeah, talk about the dress code. Said mm. y'all too hip hop. These long nails. We'll talk about it. And right. then mm. also, yeah, I know Jess. I, said, well, I wonder what Jess got to say about this. <laughs> so he's going. He's coming after everybody with long nails. We'll talk about it. And also, we're going to talk about NYC launching the prepaid credit cards for migrant families. There was a lot of talk about that over the weekend. I know 50 Cent made a post about it, so I'm going to run the details down on that as well. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. And Jess is here. I am. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. (laughs) The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up. Wake up. Whether you're mad. 
or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Chris from Polk County, Florida. Chris from Florida. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I want to say congratulations to Jess. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the club. Yes, indeed. Thank you, honey. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I got to keep it real now. I wasn't going for you at first, but... We ain't you know, ask you all that. Grow on me. I like you now. I like you now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all good. I like that. <laughs> we ain't but I like ask what you y'all all got going, though. Thank you, Chris. I'm well, just keeping it real. You got to keep it real. Well, you know? Yeah, you, you. Sometimes you do, but you know I don't give a damn which which you didn't like before, as long as you like me now. And sometimes <laughs> hey. you just don't gotta say how you felt before if you feel a different way now. Okay, Thank okay. You. I, Thank I, I, you. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Chris. Yep. But nope. All right. <laughs> Bye. That's crazy. Chris is usually love you. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Bye. <who's> this? <laughs> Good morning, Breakfast Club. What's up, DJ Envy Charlemagne? Jack, what's going on? Hi, honey. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Good morning. It's Kassan from Detroit. Jess, I was just calling. I wanted to say to you, my great-grandma used to tell me, you could be anything you want to be in life as long as you put your mind to it. And I want you to know that I see so much success to you, Jess Hilarious. I wish you the best. I'm glad I was able to talk to you on your first day, Jess. You're really making it. I see so much more for you. And God bless you, okay? Thank you so much, babe. I appreciate that. She's just getting started. Have a good one, Big Jess Hilarious. Superstar. Hello, who's this? Oh my gosh, good morning, it's Jasmine. Good morning, Jasmine. Oh my, I can't believe I'm talking to y'all. I've been listening forever, this is crazy. Happy Black History Month. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I just wanted to tell you guys, it's been bothering me for a while. And congratulations, Jess. I'm so happy to have you. Um, But I just want to let y'all know, Jess, are you in that white chair that y'all had at the promo? I am. Okay. It's lovely. We love to see the queen-ish. But um, are y'all familiar with ergonomically uh, safe chairs? Do y'all get those types of training? No. No. You mean our back's going to be hurting too? Okay. Yes, yes, absolutely. So just because you guys are employees, they need to be giving you guys safe chairs for your backs. And Uncle Charlotte, I'm really worried about you because I know how your back and neck be, you know, feeling real hot sometimes. Got to get that icy hot. So I just Mm -hmm. want you to know. Yeah, I just want you to know that these chairs, yes, they look cute, but they're not going to be good for the long run. And we want y'all to be in these chairs doing y'all thing, giving us the news, especially Mm -hmm. bringing that black life to the forefront. So, yeah, I just... Want y'all to get some good chairs for your back. Jazz, are you a Thank chair saleswoman? You. Or yeah. you know so much about chairs. Would you? You sell chairs? No, I, well, I do. I am the safety officer at my job, but it's just officer. something to be concerned about. I be working at home a lot. My neck be all messed up, so and they got to get massages, yeah. and they talk about how bad my neck is. So oh. I was just thinking about that for y'all. It's been on my mind for a while. Thank you, <laughs> you, you might be so right. My neck been hurting a lot more the last few months. Yeah. Yeah. You said get yeah, trained yeah, chairs? Economic, economic. I mean, no, get them Kevin, Ch- Kevin Hart chairs. Those are some good, better chairs. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. <laughs> that's sure you love y'all. Like these chairs, though, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Kevin got chairs? The Breakfast Club. Break it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's your boy Lovey from the Bronx. T. 
Peace Morning Breakfast Club. Love you. What up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to officially welcome my girl Jess and tell her me and Tez are waking to do a couple's dinner with her. Oh. <laughs> bro, you don't really go out with, 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 with Tez, right? right? You know this, that, right? This Tez man right here. <laughs> yeah, we in an open relationship. I need you to respect that, baby. Uh, you got it. Does Thank she know you. that, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she knows. She, she tapped in. She tapped in. Okay. She said the relationship closed. That what she said, lovey. Nah, nah, man. Nah, nah, Charlamagne. Let, let, let me talk to my Wizzy, man. Let me handle this, B. Thank you. You said your what? His Wizzy. His, his wife. Oh, they said your Wendy. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Jonathan want a Coretta. You want a Wendy? I'm like, oh, my God. Bye. Bye. Yo. <laughs> That's what I thought he Yo. said. My Wendy. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello, Lawrence from New Jersey. Lawrence from New Jersey. What up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Yo, Killer Mike. <laughs> album of the year. Yes. I've been telling y'all that since the album came out. I told y'all he was going to win rap album of the year at the Grammys. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't know I, I didn't know an album came out. Like, that's, that, Mike. That, that's your fault. Yeah, but but that's everybody's fault. Everybody everybody is shocked that he got album of the year. I'm everybody, not, I got I've been on I've been on this radio saying that for months since it came out. That Why? Man. Why would he get album of the year? Did you, listen to, listen, to Did you listen to his album, sir? I think what he's trying to say is the promotion wasn't really there for it. Like, cause no, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. Dang. I'm saying I, I heard the album and it sound like a bunch of preaching, and I don't like that. I don't want to be preaching. Oh. I want to dance. I want to have some fun. I don't want to hear all of that Martin Luther King stuff. Yeah, it's man. not. It's not full of the Martin Luther King stuff. <laughs> but listen, what what album should have got rap album of the year then to you? Um, any, well, I can't think off my head, but I know, I know that's a lot of rappers this, out there, some young kids out there that should have got album of the year. Wow, this, this why nobody <laughs> takes serious. But he's just following what people say online. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not. I'm not a follower. You never heard the album. You never heard the album, and you don't know any other album that should have got album of the year. We love to talk about then problems, why? but never have solutions. That's mm-hmm. a good bit. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Why wasn't it televised? Now that's a whole different conversation. Now see, that's a conspiracy we're not talking about. Not only was it not televised, no, because, he got arrested because if it was televised, people would be going, "Who's dead?" That's not true. That's what they would be saying. Listen, because my my son, my son is thirteen. He was like, "Who's dead?" Every Your day. son is thirteen, though. That's thirteen. Exactly. My son said, "Who's that too?" <laughs> like what? Exactly. <laughs> See? <laughs> they're kids. They're babies. You don't know. Your son, Bro. Your son doesn't know Killer Mike. You have any white people performed at the Grammy that I said, who's that? And I'm a grown-ass like, man. Like, what? Who? Who? Name one white person that performed last night that you didn't know. Exactly. A lot of them. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you some songs. <laughs> that Miley Cyrus song that kept winning, I ain't never heard never that song heard in my life. Never. Never. That's the flower oh, song. Yeah. I, heard that, I heard it this morning. I'm like, I never heard this song yeah. ever. In a year, yeah. Taylor Swift and SZA, I ain't hear no conversations about None. no Miley Cyrus. But no. she Not won one. so many awards but last night. So. The Billie Eilish song on the Barbie soundtrack I never heard. So congrats to Killer Mike. Yes, absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got the rumors on the way. What are we talking about, Jess? Man, the Grammys. Okay. We're talking about the Grammys. Jess Hilarious is here. It's her first <laughs> day. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Rumors up next. The Breakfast Club. All right. This is have got album of the year last night. I agree. Morning, everybody. Okay. We are The Breakfast Club. DJ MB, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the God. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the Grammys. Let's do it. <laughs> Jess is real. 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 Jess is
Last night was the sixty, the sixty sixth, sixty sixth. See, y'all know what it is. Baltimore. <laughs> See, take a bump off, and now you can't read again. Last, right, right, right. I don't care. I got the job, nigga. I'm good. <laughs> Last night was the sixty sixth annual Grammy Awards in L.A. Shout out to Trevor Noah. He hosted the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. Killer Mike won all three of the awards. He was nominated for best rap performance, mm-hmm. best rap album, and best rap song. I love that he has. Uh, he did uh, his acceptance speech. Play that for me, Red. I'm a black man in America, and as a kid, I had a dream to become a part of music. And that nine-year-old is excitedly <clears throat> dancing in fr- inside of me right now. I want to thank Loma Vista, Adam, Tom, Todd, Ryan, all of you guys. I want to thank my management company. My manager, Will, is active. But thank my A&R cuz, Lightyear. I want to thank everyone who dares to believe that art can change the world. So thank Dre, thank Future, thank Aaron, thank all the producers on here, but everyone in this room, it is our responsibility to keep using our imagination to shape and form the world. Thank you, and I hope it's not the last time I see you tonight. Drop with a clues bomb for Killer yeah. Mike. Shout out to Killer Mike. And don't tell me Killer Mike shouldn't have won Rap Album of the Year if you didn't hear it, because I've been telling y'all for months that he should win a Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. Yeah. Dope, yeah. dope, dope, dope album. I really do believe that. I believe that he won. Fa- but that's good. All three wins. All three. Like, you know, he it's showed well up and did his big win. And before anybody says, like Charlamagne said, that he doesn't deserve it, you should listen to the album Go listen first. to Michael. Yeah. Go listen yeah. to the album. Oh, shut up. Amazing yeah. album. Something that happened interesting last night, the Recording Academy social media team mistakenly announced Barbie World by Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice as the winner for the best rap song. Uh, that 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 was crazy because they said that, that they won and then they took it back. The fans accused the Recording Academy of purposely targeting Nicki uh, and believe the false announcement wasn't an accident at all. Nicki Minaj has been nominated for 12 Grammy Awards throughout her career and she never won any. Ice Spice uh, has been nominated for four and she also never won. I think people who are in charge of uh, the digital mm-hmm. uh, portions of these award shows, mm-hmm. I think they do stuff like that for engagement. Yeah. Think so? I, 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 that, come on, that's too, that's too, that's too, that's too egregious of a yeah. mistake. Yeah, but that's you so did foul. that because you know everybody was going to start tweeting, you know everybody was going to start yeah. adding y'all. I really think they do that for engagement because yep. when you look at these algorithms, ain't nobody looking to see what, mm-hmm. what, what it's trending for or, yeah. or what the engagement is about. They just know that they got mad engagement. And then also so following just the beef between her and Megan last week, mm-hmm. I think that they they waited for the right time to do something like this too, like you know. And mm-hmm. then the fact that she's been talking about this for years, like she she always talks about how she always feels snubbed by it or it's fixed or you know mm-hmm. it's like that's rigged, yeah. You know, so that's why a lot of people feel like they shouldn't even be validated by the Grammys anyway. You know that plays to what um, I believe Jay Z was speaking on as well. Um, Jay-Z won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. Dropped one of the clues balls for Jay. And um, he also spoke on Beyonce never winning. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Best album along with a couple other things. Uh, play that for me, Red. Uh, number five. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think True. about that. The most Grammys... <laughs> Never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it raw. Some <laughs> of you don't time. belong in the category. <laughs> oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Period. But outside of that, outside of that, you know, we gotta keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life, you gotta keep showing up until you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman, until they call you a genius, until they call you the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. You feel me? That was a double entendre, by the way, when he said, uh, you may get robbed. Yeah. Because you yeah. may get robbed by the Grammys, but it's still L.A. too. You may get robbed yeah. later on. That right. Night. You may get Definitely. Robbed, uh, driving home. Yeah. yeah, but what Jay said is right. A lot of people in the comments saying, well, you know, Beyonce could have amazing songs, but maybe mm-hmm. her body of work wasn't at par. But... Her body of works were dope. Like Man. her albums were dope, and there's a couple of times I felt like she could have won. But Lemonade, he sh- she should have definitely won, won for over Adele that year. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I also feel like she she should have won Renaissance. I mean, like Beyonce is one of the All very Renaissance few yeah. artists yeah. who still um, puts her her focus on creating bodies of work, not just singles and not just something like she has no skip albums like right. for years. So I mean, like she definitely. She works on her craft. She loves what she does. And I I, I I like that he actually played to that, too. You know, even somebody with the most Grammys still didn't win the category that they thought that they should have won in. And I wanted Hove to go further, too. But I feel like Hove yeah. didn't go further because he realized in that moment, I'm accepting an award that's named after Dr. Dre. So I don't want to step on that because he mm-hmm. talked about how they didn't televise the Grammys with Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince back in the day. 88. They didn't televise it in 98 when he won. Right. They didn't televise it this year either. Yeah. Right. Like, they didn't televise it this year when Killer Mike swept uh, swept the Grammys. So how we made all yeah. this progress over the years only to go back to doing what caused us to boycott y'all in the first place. But let me, yeah. ask, you, let me ask you a question. And maybe we can talk about this later. When do we stop showing up? Like, we, we, we say this and we say it for so much, but we still showed up. Mm-hmm. Jay still and Beyonce still showed up. Mm-hmm. Killer Mike still showed up. Because Dr. Still, Dre still showed up. I still think it's some type of hope. Even with that in, in the back of their mind, it's still some type of hope for that. Um, not even for the del- validation point, but just to know that, like, I may get this. I may get this. You know what I think? That's that's even with even playing to what he said, still show up. Like, look at Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, he never won. Like, you know, all of these years been doing his thing. I think he got a Grammy before, right? He won a Grammy yeah. back in the day with Outkast for the outcast. whole world. But see, oh, okay. here's the he thing: did. like, I, I agree with Jeff, uh, and I agree with you, Envy. Like, you know, we, we don't need this validation. Yeah, but the no. reason I'm happy for Killer Mike is because I know he wanted this ever yes. since he was working mm-hmm. on this album, and you know, hitting us up like, "Yo, man, you need mm-hmm. to come listen to this album." And you, we listening to it. He was saying, "I want to win a Grammy, correct, for Rap Album of the Year." He was saying this way before y'all even heard this album, way right. before this album came out. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm happy for him because this is what he wanted. But he won, yeah. right? He won. Yes. He, he swept the Grammys. Grammys three got Grammys. Right. Three. And Grammys got not, it right. And that's not easy sweeping the Grammys. No. Getting three Grammys, especially for Killer Mike, who's an artist that is not the quote unquote most popular artist yeah. in that category, but he won because he deserved it. And they didn't hear it. He got it. That's mm-hmm. right. But that's why I said that's why I wanted Jay Z to go further because he bought up the fact that they didn't air it with Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, didn't air it with him, and now we back in 2024, hip-hop as big as it is, and y'all not airing the best rap categories? Why? Yeah. You can't tell me that's not a conspiracy. So that would force us to create our own, and I'm not talking about the BET Awards. Well, that is our own. You know what I'm saying? But create our own awards. BET Awards. 
Right? Isn't I that know. our own? We, yeah. And nobody goes. I haven't seen Jay Beyonce. But you they got the Grammys, they got the Emmys, they got all that. No, we need more than the BET Awards. Uh, shout out to the BET Awards. I mean, yeah, that's great. But we need to create our own. Let's Jay, let's create, let's get some of the most powerful black people and in, in music and acting and whatever mm, and create our own awards and we have real real criteria you need to meet we have real standards and we got real people getting awards man like for mm. for, for their hard work and well, for who deserves it we work let's do that Hannah yeah. salute to Hannah Kang we working but, yeah. but will they show okay. up though that's the thing will they show up because when it's our awards we don't show up no the they same. do Jay-Z and Beyonce have been to the NAACP awards mm, yeah you just know about F with the BET awards Yo, listen. They definitely been to the BT Awards. How many times Beyonce didn't perform at the BT Anyway, Awards? listen. Long, long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> SZA performed Snooze and Kill Bill. And listen, she had one of the uh, the best performances. I think she did good. I yes. like how she did her whole, like she reenacted her SZA whole video. killed it. SZA, yeah, she did. She killed it. it when they first started, with, when she had head on, she was giving me Jeepers Creepers vibes, but she definitely <laughs> killed it when she came out the hat. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the girl came up there with the little knife. I, I love that. I love that. She should have won best album to me. And it's not I, even close. She should have won best album. And nothing pisses me off more yep. than when Taylor Swift acts fake surprise about <laughs> winning awards. You know damn well Taylor Swift you was going to win that award. Four you done won four of them. I don't know yeah. if four years in a row, but she done won no, four no, of them not before. Not four years in a row. Not she won four of them. She won four out of the year four times. Yes. Yeah. And stay acting fake surprise like she don't know she going to win. <laughs> well, now she got to suit up for the Super Bowl, so she You know? It. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. That Thank is. you, Jess with the Mass. No, that's Jess with the Mass. That's Jess with the Mass. Yes, stop saying rumor report, please. 66th Annual Grammy. I got it right now. <laughs> I got it right. We're back to it. I thought I spit on the mic. Lord have mercy. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and, let's, and let's have that conversation when we come back after front page news. 800-585-1051. Do you feel like, you know, we need to stop showing up for the Grammys? We show up and they mm. keep disrespecting us. They keep mm -hmm. spitting in our face, but we keep showing up. Let's discuss. It's a right? disrespect. Yes. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Front page news is next. at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. You're locked into the Breakfast Club. Super Bowl 58 on CBS screams live on Paramount+. Plus. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers in one game for NFL immortality. Plus, don't miss Usher performing the Apple Music Halftime Show Sunday, February 11th at 6 Eastern, screaming live on Paramount+. Plus. WWPRFM HD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Every day I wake up, wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club on Power. Morning, everybody. We are the Breakfast Club. It's only right. Yes, we celebrating our good brother, Killer Mike, all morning, man. He swept the Grammys last night. Okay, yep. he won Best Rap Album of the Year, Best yep. Rap Song, Best Rap Performance yep. for Michael. Mm -hmm. yep. If you haven't heard Michael, go listen to it, okay? <laughs> so we playing records off Michael all morning. What you want to hear? Let's play Talking That for Ish. all the critics. Okay, all the people that always want to critique Killer Mike. That's right. And as Killer Mike says, uh, I married a black woman. Most of my critics did not. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Um, don't ever forget my name. Excuse me. This oh, we ain't got hosting no more. You're right. I've known this right. Now. Do that. Is. Fix All your right. mouth. Get your brain right, okay? <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious. Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Thank you. Let's get in some front page news. What up, Tiz? What's going on? Let me address Jess first. Good morning, <laughs> the queen of the Breakfast Club, DJ Emmy Charlemagne the God. Peace, Ted. <laughs> Good morning. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about these uh, NYPD officers uh, being a hip-hop department. Mm. Yeah, they sick of being a hip-hop department. They said they're going back to old-school uniforms. The chief of patrol, John Shell, said no more beards, no more open collars. He said we're going back to weather restrictions on knit caps. Uh, he also said it is absolutely ludicrous uh, to have an officer with pink hair and nails longer than their 
fingers. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, we are a police department, not a hip-hop department. It's time to get back to focusing on policing. So they're making sure that the old uniforms are back, and we'll see how that, how that rolls. So I thought about Jess with this, because I know you have some long nails. You know, but I ain't so I thought about that. What do you mean hip hop though? What I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't label right. it hip hop. White but people got beards. White people got long nails. Yeah, I, I do. But white I, people got pink hair. I definitely agree. Going back to like the, I mean, I, I don't, I, I agree with that though. Going back to the, the uniforms, I, I don't agree with the pink hair. I don't, I don't agree that somebody should come arrest me with the same nails I got. You stupid. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, the, my idea. Of a cop mm -hmm. is uniformed. Very. I, I don't know about the beards though. Why they gotta take the beards from the men? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, let's. Yeah, exactly. Bird, beard but the, game. That's a, the open yeah, collars and stuff. I. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I. I. Really, I don't, I agree I don't know why a woman would want. I, I want to. So you guys know I was a security police officer in the military, and having nails is painful. You know, when you're mm -hmm. trying to take a man down or anything with. Mm -hmm. I don't know why somebody would want long nails. Cause yes, you know, once you cut your nail in the middle, breaking a long nail is extremely painful. So I don't know why a yeah. police officer would want long nails. But I just thought it was interesting that he called it hip hop. That he labeled it with hip hop. Yeah, that ain't hip hop. Yeah. Long nail yeah. pink hair that's lgbt nypd okay they ain't got nothing to do with okay hip -hop. okay and, and, and i also want to say um i like i like the officers wearing the uniforms though because i feel like you know if you go into a, a certain area and you see a bunch of people in uniform you straighten mm -hmm. up a little bit yeah you know what i mean if you if the cops are undercover you don't really know so you still might be on your rah-rah now they still mm -hmm. they still wear uniforms but it's just a little a looser with certain things like you know with right. like the, the dye in the hair or the, or the beards they want to cut off the beards keep it more clean cut to back yeah. in the days when it was yeah you know uniform police they still wear uniforms but they just want to keep everything together and i understand that as a cop like mm -hmm. as like police force i understand that part of it i the only problem i have is just the labeling it hip-hop yeah i don't understand right. how that's hip-hop yeah but also they would they always want police officers to be part of the community and feel like it's an extension of the community right so that's why i think they opened it up to officers being able to have beards and dreads and braids and dye their hair so you can't have dreads well, you can't have I, don't, I don't know about that's dreads, crazy but, that, but yeah. at one time you couldn't but now you can but that's mm -hmm. why i think they opened it up so when you when you're out in the public you have an officer that looks like you yeah i i i think that plays more than, than be a part of the community you know what i mean you don't have to look like a certain you don't have to look this, a certain part to to just just respect people you know what i mean that's all in in your behavior how you respect the community and still mm -hmm. protect them you don't have to you know come out you know shirt unbuttoned long nails pink hair you don't gotta be rapping ice spice on a corner with us like you don't have to do that <laughs> hey, if you're you doing just, all that you definitely part of the community you know what I'm but saying? it ain't the community <laughs> you think you're part of just, <laughs> just, i do want to say though they, they will have uh exceptions for religions so you know some people's religions with beers and things like that i think that'll be an exception but just thought it was interesting that he put it on hip-hop but yeah so let's go to the next story because this is something that they've been talking about on social media i think is a really big thing uh, the mayor's office said that they are partnering with Mobi mobility capital finance to launch a new more cost-effective technology pilot program to distribute immediate response cards to migrants take a listen some migrant families will soon be given prepaid credit cards to buy food and baby supplies the mayor's office says the city is partnering with mobility capital finance to launch a more cost-effective program right now the city has contracts with food services who provide non-perishable food boxes to shelters. They will start with 500 migrant families with children in short-term hotel stays. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores. We're just giving this migrant population more free stuff 
uh, at the expense of New York City taxpayers. In a statement, the mayor's office says in part, quote, not only will this provide families with the ability to purchase fresh food of their culturally relevant diets and the baby supplies of their choosing, but the pilot program is expected to save New York City more than $600,000 per month or more than $7.2 million annually. Yeah, so critics, as you heard, they said that uh, they are upset that this is at the taxpayers' expense. As you just mentioned, they said that it is going to save the city uh, because, bottom line, these uh, migrants are housed in city-operated um, uh, shelters. So they're already giving the migrants free food. So what they're saying is that instead of just giving them free food that they're not eating because it's just going to waste, uh, they feel this program will allow them to be able to buy the food that they want, you know, from their particular culture. So they're thinking that will save money. Um, they're also using using a black-owned firm. I just want to put that out there that uh, this firm is uh, also black-owned, the mobility uh, capital finance. Neither here nor there, I think people who are concerned about migrants getting free food uh, or free you know, money would have an issue with this. And so that's what they're saying. Um, but wanted to give you those points on why people are saying, you know, the, the pros and cons. And a lot of folks are saying they're already, you know, getting it. So why not do it a better way? And obviously, Americans can qualify for food stamps as well. So this was just, you know, an issue I saw folks debating about on uh, social media. I know 50 Cent put a post out there and some folks responded to him as well. So I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Hmm. Uh, I think people are having the wrong conversation about this whole migrant issue. Like, it's simply about resources. If America was taking care of its own properly, nobody would have a problem with what the migrants are getting. Like, this isn't about people feeling those migrants are taking resources from them. This is about people feeling they have never received resources at all. Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm torn, right? Because you never want to see somebody without food or, or without housing or, I mean, migrants have babies and you want to make sure that they're okay, that they can eat, that their kids are taken care of. But it's just always weird that, you know, we have so many homeless people in so many different places, right? Mm -hmm. New York is full of homeless people. Jersey's full of homeless people. And it just feels crazy that we didn't take care of our own for years. And, and, and now it's like, you, you, you jump on, on, on migrants to help them so fast and it's just like I see so many you go to any city no matter mm -hmm. what city you go you mm -hmm. see the homeless the homelessness through the roof and it just seems like when do we help those people yeah yeah I'm not torn at all uh, America first <laughs> okay and I don't understand yeah. how nobody can understand why folks are upset about this if you have a bunch of people who can't afford food themselves like you just said Envy, who are struggling to get food on the table they might even have a hard time accessing those benefits themselves mm -hmm. they are going right. to be upset when they see someone getting those resources before them especially when those people aren't from here it's just that mm -hmm. simple Yeah. That's, it's the same. And by the way folks feel like this about anything we yep. feel like this about war it don't matter if it's Israel mm -hmm. Ukraine migrants anytime folks see large amounts of money being spent on anyone but them they Correct. gonna feel away yeah it's that simple well humanity wise you just you know regardless if they're migrant or not you just don't want to see somebody starving oh, of course you don't want to see somebody without housing especially when you just, you see them kids but but don't yeah, cut the line you're right if, I, I'm if, with if, you. If, if, if you got we got so many homeless people here right. people here starving in line. Get, you gotta yeah. get in line <laughs> that's right. all we saying yep. yeah. get in line Mm -hmm. I think you made an interesting point, Charlemagne, because the, the argument is, well, people qualify for those services, too. But you made an interesting point. A lot of people, although they qualify, the red tape is harder. It's That's harder right. for the everybody just don't get it because they qualify. A lot of people get off these programs or they don't know how to get on it or there's a lot of, uh, you know, red tape that can stop them from getting it. So it's not this. Oh, well, you can just get it. And I think people understand that. Uh, you know, it's it's not that people are against it, against helping, but like you said, get in line. And I, I I just think it's disingenuous when I see people saying, "Oh no, you know what, what's the problem? You can get it too. Everybody's not getting it. That's the point." Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, topic right. that folks will keep talking about. Well, thank you, Tiz.
Absolutely. And make sure you follow uh, at Tesla Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to this Great Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Thanks again, Tez. And let's open up the phone lines. Let's go back to that conversation we were having. 800-585-1051. Now, during Just With The Mess, we were talking about the Grammys. Oh, that sounds so good. During Just With The Mess. <laughs> I love that. And Thank let's you. open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you think we should be uh, still showing up to the Grammys? Mm-hmm. They've been disrespecting us since, what, 88 when uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince won and, and, and didn't want to air that. And, and then Jay, uh, in 98, they didn't want to air. And last night, That's why I the wanted, Brother Killer Mike won three awards and, and they, they didn't, didn't air, air any, of, any it. of it. That's why I wanted Jay to acknowledge that uh, during his, his speech because he, he brought up the fact that they didn't air it, air it during those last times. Yeah. So it's like, you should have brought that up again last night as well. You nah. wanted them to go deeper, you said. <laughs> yeah, you said that twice. I wanted them to go further. <laughs> Further. Oh, go further. Further. <laughs> yes. Further, further. All right, okay. well, let's discuss. 800-585-1051. Should we still be showing up to the Grammys? I know we we, we joke about the BET Awards, and, and th- that's an award based on us. And yeah. we don't show up a lot of times. Like, I haven't seen right. Drake at the BET Awards three, four, five years. Yep. You know? Uh, well, Drake don't go to no award shows. I haven't seen a lot of our biggest yeah. artists at the award shows. Yeah. Not at all. Other than Drake, you know? Yeah. I'm like, happy for Killer Mike because Killer Mike wanted rap album of the year at the Grammys. And he deserved yeah. it. You know, it's the highest honor in music, you know, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. otherwise, right? But for, it's been the highest honor in music for years. I'm happy that he won because he wanted to win. Yeah. Simple well, as that. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's Topic Time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We (laughs) are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we were talking about the Grammys. And should we still be showing up to the Grammys? That is the question, 800-585-1051. Now, this conversation comes from our brother, Killer Mike, who won three Grammys last night. Drop on the clues bomb for Killer Mike, yeah. damn it. But it wasn't televised. Which brings us back to 88, when uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, Will Smith won a Grammy, wasn't televised. And 10 years after that, 98, when Jay won, wasn't televised. And people have been boycotting the Grammys, but it's what? 20 years, 30 years later, and we still are not televised. You know, oh, no, we know we've been televised before. We've been televised. They they they've been started televising well, the rap awards. They pick and choose who they decide. They televised televise. Cardi when she when she won, but they ain't televised. They televised Drake. Who won three awards? I know they televised Drake recently when he won. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how we they got just back pick to that this who year. They want. I mean, I think they just got they they. I don't know their favorites. You know, they pick who they want. Yeah, I don't know how we got back to that this year. I don't know how in 2024 the rap categories on televised rap. Yeah, rap. I, I just feel like, all right, we'll get all this, but y'all ain't getting too much. Like, it's like they, I don't know, they they, they feed us what they want to feed us. Like but With three categories, I, I mean, at least the best rap album. That should have been televised. Yeah, if they want to do it the other, I get it, but yeah. give give Killer Mike one. He deserves it. So do Definitely. we still continue to show up? That is the question. What do you think, Jess? I mean, I feel like we need our own. I've been saying it. And I feel like we, I mean, I I just feel like, it, say if none of us go to the Grammys next year, say if none mm-hmm. of us even care, even if we're nominated, we don't go. Say if we really, really stand 10 toes down. I mean, because some people dream is to get a Grammy. You know what I mean? But say if we really like, as a as like a whole, be like, nah, we ain't going, we don't care, whatever. Even, even if we win, we're going to put our energy into creating our own award ceremony. And um, then let's see how that work out. Like, I, I just feel like that. It's time to shift. Sometimes you got to shift. So like, make a big shift. I don't disagree with nothing just said, uh, but, I, but I often feel like I'm not qualified to have this conversation because I'm not an artist. 
And so whenever I talk to music artists, they care about Grammys because it's the highest award yeah. in music. And professionally, when you win one, everything goes up. Everything. You know, your screams mm -hmm. go up. You mm -hmm. know, your, your, your status as, a, as an artist goes up. But I am a stern believer that, you know, you should only go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Yeah. And I, and I often can't tell if the Grammys, if they're tolerating us or the folks who picked the Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. awards 
are culturally clueless. But then I watch the awards sometimes, and I feel culturally clueless because I ain't never heard Miley Cyrus flowers in my life. Me neither. <laughs> I ain't never heard that song. But look, First time I heard it this morning. To their opinion, the right people heard it. Yeah, yeah, You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's one of those things. But the right but, people heard see, it. But, you know, also, right, we don't know who's who's on the Grammy board and who's picking these songs. But, you know, you have to have a, a, a large palette to understand all that music, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not listening to Miley Cyrus' album. So I yeah. can't tell you if that album is great. And if I do hear it, things don't connect with me. I don't connect to Taylor Swift. Yeah. I've never heard a Taylor Swift song. I'm like, that's my jam. That's yeah. it's not my thing. That's my I got jam. A that's my jam, man. Yeah, if you, if you call the songs your jam, I can't believe you didn't. You never heard Taylor Swift. I don't know. Because people who listen to Taylor Swift say things like, that's my jam. That's my jam. But that's why I said it. I never heard her tell us. Who was the other people that was nominated? Billy Eilish. Billy, that's no, no, no you're ready to take I don't listen Billy. to Billy Eilish. Name, I do. Name three Billy Eilish songs. We're not doing that. See? I just like it. I know <laughs> when like it comes it. on that I like it. <laughs> now, I can say my daughter's 15. She listens to all of that stuff. I, lo- I, I, I do too. But does she listen to Killer Mike? I mean, if she in the car with me, see, I was riding that last day when I picked her up from practice. But, yeah. but, that, but that's what I'm saying. You need somebody that can really decide all this. And if, if we do our yeah. own show, is it just going to be just black music show? No, no, but it's going to be our house. Like, it's going to be our, <laughs> our judge. Like, you know, it, it's like judged off of real criteria. Who put in the work? Who really is like, but, come and on, recognize. And then what so funny, then, though. Then you get a Taylor Swift and Beyonce, Jess, you on the grand, you on the board. Who you picking? Beyonce. See? But you know what's funny? Imagine imagine us doing our own award show, but trying to be fair across the board. Miley ain't coming. Taylor ain't coming. Phoebe Bridges ain't coming. Nope. Olivia Rodrigo ain't coming. Adele ain't coming. Adele ain't coming. Adele, 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 Adele might come. Adele might come. I was going to say Paul better bring him. Sure. Yeah, Adele might come. Adele might come. sing for us, too. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Brandy. Hey, Dana. Good morning. I'm Brandy. I'm sorry, Brandy. I'm Brandy. What you think, Brandy? Um, first I want to say con- congratulations, Jess. Um, Thank good you, morning, babe. DJ Indian Charlemagne. Peace. Morning. Um, and I believe Jess said it best. We need to come up with our own award platform because, you know, yeah, BT is cool, but as many artists, entrepreneurs, I mean, the list goes on with us. I mean, it should be no questions about it. We just have to stop talking and make things happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Shamai calling back again from Durham, North Carolina student at uh, North Carolina Central University. How y'all doing? What's up, Shamai? Talk to Shamai. What's your thoughts? Listen, first of all, I want to shout out to Jess with the mess, Jessica uh, Robin Moore for being on the Breakfast Club. Um, glad that you guys on there. Thank you. No problem, no problem. Um, but to the Grammy, to the topic of the day, I feel like culture needs to be at the Grammy. It's a force on society because black content sells. And we need to... Uh, force the culture on people because we're the one shaping the music industry mm-hmm. so and when it comes to you know not, not us getting the award that we deserve because definitely like Charlamagne said earlier in the show Scissor for the one album of the year no doubt about that yeah. she, she had better numbers her tour was better mm-hmm. she, she had a better performance better transitions but when it comes to us being represented at the Grammys and artists being at the Grammys we need to go Absolutely. Well, Siobhan, let me ask you a question. And, and I agree with you <laughs> yeah. with Scissor, but my problem with, with that is the other albums in the category, did you listen to? The, the other album for album of the year? Yes, sir. I've heard a lot of those I, albums. I did. I did. I did. did. Okay. Uh, to me, uh, because you know why? Because I talk about it on my show, mm-hmm. on my radio show. You got a radio I, I show? Earlier, yeah, I do. Remember I called earlier? Yeah, remember yeah, I was called last week? At Central University. Yeah, you call last nice. week. Oh, college nice. radio. Okay. College radio. Okay. Nice. What's the name yeah, of the show? Yeah, college radio. Yeah, my I have a show every Tuesday, two to four on NCCU AudioNet. So nice. I, I did my homework and did my research, and to me, SZA definitely deserved because she had better transitions, better mm-hmm. production, 
when it comes to the story of the album, yeah. Skizza definitely deserved that album. I'm not listening to John Baptiste. I'm not listening to Taylor Swift. I'm not listening to Molly I'm not listening to Lana Del Rey. No, I listen to Janelle Monet and Scissor. Janelle Fire. And Janelle was on the show, too. So I can't I can't tell you because I didn't listen to Miley Cyrus. I didn't know Miley had an album. I'm gonna be honest with you. But Miley had a good hit. She had a good hit last year. She put up like a top ten record of the year. I know in my life. Me neither. I didn't hear flowers <laughs> last. I heard flowers for the first time last night. I was sitting there thinking, like, damn, all I heard about all year was Taylor and SZA. I ain't yeah. about no Miley Cyrus. I just, yeah. I, I didn't hear those albums. That's what I'm trying to say. I heard yeah. Janelle Monae and I heard SZA. I didn't listen. But to we got to say, I want to shout out Thank tomorrow you, too. You gotta give us a shout out tomorrow on your show. We gotta stop doing that too. What's though. that? We be watching these shows and we think just because we don't know it's something right. that ain't that's possible. What that's what I'm that, saying. But that's what, yeah. I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't criticize the rest of these albums because I didn't listen to them. Right. Yeah. So right. I can, I'll say all day, Scissor One, Scissor One, because I f with Scissor. But yeah. the rest of these people might have had amazing albums. Yeah, I mm -hmm. just didn't listen to them. Trust me, we sound very stupid when we say, "Yes, who is Miley Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard of Miley." But that's what they say to us. <laughs> who is Gilliam Mike? Who yeah. is that? That's, they say the same thing to us as we right. say to them. No, right. we say that to each other. Niggas is telling each other, who is killing Mike this morning? Yeah, you're right. It was yeah. just so stupid. You're right. Me. Well, 800-585-1051. We're talking about the Grammys. Uh, should we still show up? The brother Killer Mike won three awards last night and uh, was not televised. Mm. So we should be showing up. Uh, can we get, a, get another Killer Mike song on? What do we want here? Let's play uh, uh, Get Some Money Again, man. Let's play Get Some Money Again. Let's play Get Some Money Again? Yes, yes. Let's All right, well, let's get it back on. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Club that was Killer Mike, who picked up three awards last night at the Grammys, but was not televised. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you think we should just stop not showing up to the Grammys? It's, yeah. It seems like since 88, when they did it with Will Smith, and 98 with Hove, and now 2024 with Killer Mike. I don't think not showing up is the answer. So what do you think is the answer? I think that you got to have more culturally clueless people on these boards at the Grammys voting for these awards. You need you, you need more culturally in tune people, I mean. I, I think you two have a lot of people of one ilk. You probably got a lot of white people on these boards. I think that, you know, I know they're getting rid of DEI everywhere, but the Grammys is a place where you definitely have to have a lot a lot of diversity when it comes to voting in these categories. Yeah. Especially especially when it's the categories that you know, repre represent us, right? Our culture. But yeah. it, it has to be difficult because you think about it. There's things that we connect with more, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to connect with more with Killer Mike because he's from where we're from. Yeah. I just think it's the music. You I, I mean? I, I but, listen to... I'm, I, I, that, that's the perfect example, right? Because when I listen to the, the best rap album, I heard every single one of those albums in that category. For rap and, album, yes. And, and there was no question to me Killer Mike had the best rap album. But now let's say album of the year. To right. me, it was Scissor SOS. But did you listen to uh, Olivia Rodrigo? My my daughter does, and you? I can't, and I can't get with it. <laughs> All right, what about Lena Del Rey? Did you? My daughter does. I can't get with it. What about Boy Genius? I don't even know who that is. That's not isn't that Batman sidekick? I don't know. Oh wow! I, I, I think that boy Batman. wonder. Anyway, oh, okay. and then what about Taylor Swift? Did you listen to that album? Never. See, no. 
Not never mean, like don't. So how you gonna say? <laughs> don't, don't say never <laughs> like. So how you gonna say? Sister should win over Taylor. Nothing, you never heard Taylor. Nothing pisses me off more than Taylor Swift acting fake surprise at award shows. <laughs> that she been You're doing so this for. Mad about she been that. doing that for seventeen years. How'd she be like, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, she like, she, and last night she last night she really hammed it up. Like she had no idea. <laughs> really, Taylor, you sold more records than everybody. Mm-hmm. You sold albums like Bibles, and you whether you were surprised. But it's not about selling records. Because if, if it was no, about selling Grammys records, Drake would have won. Because Drake sold more than Killer yeah. Mike. It's about the music and the content. That's why Killer Mike won. Yeah, right? I don't. I, I guess I never listened to Taylor Swift. You're right, though. I mean, you're, everything you're saying is absolutely right. I have not listened to those 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 albums. I haven't either. And I, I, I mean, I know the artists. I know, like I said, I know who John ba- Batiste is, but I, I didn't hear John Batiste has actually one album of the year before. Yeah, he has. He has one album. But of I, year I, before. I didn't hear. This. Did you hear his new album? World? Yes, I did. I, I rock with John Batiste. I, I didn't listen to this album. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just would hope that the people who are voting for these projects are listening to these projects, and I'm sure they are. But just sometimes they get it all the way wrong. Yeah, like you said, they're not. Culturally privy to like they, they're, they're not, not in tune. Yeah, the they're yeah. they're really not. So well, and go. it's a wide range of music. Yep. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Crystal. What's hey. up, y'all? What up, Crystal? Hey, Good morning. What's your thoughts, Crystal? My thoughts is oh wait, I got to give everybody individual shout out. Jess, hilarious. I love you. I DJ love you too, girl. Love you, Charlemagne. Big. You know I love you big. I'm checking in from Columbia, South Carolina. 803, hey. you already know. Metro. Mm-hmm. Metro booming once a month, I know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know what, really? I sat and I thought, I was like, yeah, we shouldn't go. I watched a, I watched a little bit last night. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, nah, hell no. Keep going. We need to keep going because what if we would have quit years ago, quit going to things because people who didn't look like us didn't want us in our, in their spaces. I feel like yeah. keep going. Make them respect us. We fought for everything else, whether it was segregation at the lunch counters here in South Carolina or any other southern state. Keep going. Make them see our faces. And like Birdman said when he came up there some years ago, put some respect on, put some respect <laughs> on our and right. make them respect us for real, for real. That's right. Because at the end of the day, you know what? Too, and I love to say this: when times are like what they are, when it's a diversion of color, when Young Dolph said, "Keep going up the ladder," they mad, make them matter. Keep going. We can't just say now, not go. We knew what it was when we signed up. We knew none of them would want us in our in their spaces. Keep going. I love. We are a great people, and That's guess right. what? Jay Z even said it too. We influence pop culture. That's We're right. We're supposed yeah. to be number one on everybody's list. Friends. We'll see what happens when we no, no longer, longer exist. But, exactly. but, but you see, but Chris, but you see what you said, Crystal. The, the thing, but you look at the Grammys. If you look at all the majority of the news sources, it's our culture that that pops up. Whatever what we're wearing, our performances, mm-hmm. uh, Beyonce being there, whole thing. Like we yeah. give them so much yeah. energy and so much views and so much everything that you just said, and they don't give us the same respect. Nah. And guess what? What respect is something that our ancestors fought for. Period. We gotta keep showing up in spaces. It's nothing more pleasurable for me when I go into my job and I know somebody doesn't look like me, doesn't want me to be there. Guess what? The ancestors on the wall at the bushes chit chat. I'm going to always be number one. I'm going to always excel. Nobody that's recessive is better than us. 
Period. And we know right. that. Thank you, Chris. I love that you called from the 8, 803 with a civil rights speech that quoted <laughs> yes, Young did. Dolph, Birdman, and Jay-Z. <laughs> and Jay-Z. Yep. And Black History Month. Boy, black people know we special. Yes. Right. What's the moral of this story? I don't know what the moral of the story is yet. I'm be honest with you. I was about to say, you know, go with your, uh, celebrated, not where you're tolerated, but I don't I don't know if I believe that. I, I agree with her. To us. I agree with yeah, everybody. I feel I like we should build our own. I know. But we should keep showing up to this stuff, too. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think the moral of the story should be let's play another Killer Mike song. Let's this is off the Michael Deluxe album, that one rap album of the year last night. Don't debate me about it if it should have won if you didn't listen to it. That's right. Well, he won three awards last night. And let's get into it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Rumors on the way. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Jess Hilarious, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I love Club. this whole look. Thank you. I love the fact that Jess Hilarious is officially a part of the Breakfast Club. Thank she you. is here. All that melanin against that white see that? backdrop of a chair. Y'all see that? Look Thank regal. So Donna. Look regal. Thank you so much, brother. Well, let's get to the rooms. Let's do it. Okay, Drake shades Rihanna. Mm, Drake and J. Cole, it's all a blur tour kicked off in Tampa on Saturday during the concert. Work by Rihanna came on and Drake and Rihanna collaborated on this record in 2016. When the song came on and he refused to sing it. Uh, when it came on, I, y- y'all might have seen a video uh, like surfacing or whatever mm-hmm. over the weekend. He was like, oh, I don't play that no more. And he said it in that voice. He was like, I, I don't sing that no more, y'all. Like, he literally said it like a city That's- girl. That's how he said it. Um, but people wonder why Drake would add the song to the set list if he didn't plan to sing it. Now, I even commented on this on my story I was like mm-hmm. I reposted it and I said isn't that something that you go over with with your DJ yes unless yeah. you did that on purpose to just with Rihanna and <laughs> it was just real sassy and salty to me um, because she's with ASAP Rocky now is the only uh, reason that fans could be you know thinking of that that's what they were hinting at and this isn't the first time he took a jab at Rihanna fans speculated that he dissed her on his most recent album the song is called Fair Heights and and we have the audio uh, for what he said, uh, play number two. Why they make it sound like I'm still hung up on you? That could never be. Y'all can't run me. Better him than me. Better it's not me. I'm anti, I'm anti. Yeah, intersex was average with you. Yeah, I'm anti because I had it with you. <laughs> He sound like he's still hung up on her to me. Yeah, I swear he did. <laughs> and if you're still talking about her at concerts or uh, playing the song and I ain't shutting it off. This. Imagine going to the DJ like, look, add this song in there and speed it up. Because I don't even know. They sped it up. It was like, rah, 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 rah. look, go ahead, play it, number one. Yeah. I don't sing this song anymore. You can sing it for me. Then he sound like... They, he, you, didn't he sound like Carisha? I don't sing this song no more, period. Like, he sure did, Drake. You better get it together. <coughs> That's so, his song, too, though. Didn't he write it? I don't know what he wrote. I mean, I don't know. They both want that song, right? They, it's both of they their both songs. Song. Yeah, it's both of them. But, songs. like, don't ever tell them to play it, and then when they play it, I don't be singing it. Like, stop. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Tyrese wishes he was born Latino. Tito huh? Gibson. <laughs> huh? 
what you said? Tyrese, your brother, said he wishes that he was My born Latino. Y'all going to accept him over there? I am not Latino. You better have him as red. I'm not Dominican. You stop it. People don't believe people believe you, yo. I'm not Dominican. Tyrese posted a video on Instagram with his uh with a Latino man's kid surprising him with a truck. The video explained that the kids chose to surprise their dad to thank him for all the sacrifices he made for them. For some reason, he took the opportunity to use that as the moment to critique the black family structure. Now, he wrote us a book. Um, he wrote the, us a book. He did. His, his, his post was long. But I'm going to just... Um, read some of the stuff that stuck out. Sometimes I wish I was born Latino. I mean, the Latino, I mean, the Latin community is grounded in family, loyal entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women literally represent the dream. Uh, the grind, the hustle, doing whatever it takes to stick together against all odds. If us as black culture, because th- these are his mistakes, not mine, was more grounded <laughs> in these, <laughs> no, was more and, uh, and, gr- you gonna catch hell trying to read Tyrese. I know, you did, but go, y'all can literally see go on his post and read it. But he said, "I have no idea how we lost our way. We can't get anything done and accomplished as a fragmented culture, insecure, threatened by each other." And then it went on and on and on. It's important to note that there are Black Muslims, Latinos, and Jews. Okay, Taiwan. Yeah, like Ty Manual. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Why he he would say sometimes he wishes he was born Latino. I, I don't know, but I, I, I'll statement. call him Tito for the rest of his life if he wants to. Call him Tito if he wants me to. And now where is he from? He's from California. Watts, correct? Watts, 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 Watts. Okay, claim your own Watts. Because didn't he grow up with a lot of them too? Because that, that's over there. In- I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's Watts, but no, I'm, Watts. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there was a lot around because it's a yeah, it's heavily populated area. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, okay. So that also could be why, too. He probably played with a bunch of Latino kids, too. Why but, would you post that during Black History <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can wait till March, Tyrese. You know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, he, there's a, but there's a lot of uh, he, black families that, that have a strong structure. There's a lot of black uh, yeah. entrepreneurs. There's a lot of blacks that support other blacks. So I don't know. That he said. I don't know who he's dealing with and why he feels that way, but there are yeah. a lot of black people that support black people well we're gonna continue to pray for him because yes. we want to give him grace every time who do we play, pray to white jesus latino jesus <laughs> or black latino jesus, jesus. soldier boy apologizes to Krishan rock after saying her son has down syndrome so soldier boy jesus. and Blueface have been beefing for a few months we see their beef they beef on live all the time and he's still beefing from beefing with him even from jail they're um Somehow the back and forth that turned into a real uh, rap beef, it went further. During the beef, both of the rappers' baby mamas got dragged into it, and Blueface tweeted some stuff. Soulja Boy couldn't um, mess with Jaden in a dark if she if if she thought it was me. Whatever, they're going back and forth. But uh, play the audio, number three. He he apologized. And I thought this was big for Soulja Boy, because he never does this. Look, stinky booty b- Oh, wait. Your son, Oh, I ain't gonna lie. That look like he about to got shit to apologize. My bad, nah, y'all. Play number four audio is bad. My bad, nah. Play number four. I'm talking about my kids first, right? Let this shit go. Y'all let me know. If my fans want me to, I will. So I'm gonna say it like this. Krishan, I wanna apologize to you. But since your homie was talking crazy about my son, I had to talk crazy about his son. And I know he wanna apologize to my baby mama for lying and talking crazy. So I will say I'm sorry that you got caught in the middle of it. We should leave that between me and him. I'ma be the bigger man because I'm just too viral. I'm too pretty. See, shout out to Sh- Soldier Man being the first rapper to apologize about something that he said. I, I really want to give him that. Like, he didn't have to apologize. The we, first rapper to apologize? I, I, yeah. That's what you put on him? No, no, no. I love how you aged him up and called him Soldier Man. 
<laughs> you said shout out to Soldier Man. He is a Soldier Man now. Yeah, I like that. He apologized, man. He said he in, and then he went in depth. He said, "Man, your homie is uh, he." He he said some stuff about my son, and then and, and, you know Blueface ain't apologizing. We know that, but I like how he apologized to the mother of the kid because that little boy ain't got one parent. You know what I mean? And the baby does not have Down syndrome, so that's I just think you you don't bring nobody's kids into mm-hmm. it, you know. So I I want to give a um a shout out to Sh- Soldier Man right. for that, and that is just with the mess. All right, and her news is real allegedly. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne, who are you giving your down to? Before after the hour, we need the LAPD to come to the front of the congregation uh, for putting Killer Mike in handcuffs. We'll discuss. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Damn, the hee haw again. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Donkey of the day. I'm not trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I'm not making these people do these things. Call Donkey of the day and... It really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the donkey of the day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, donkey today for Monday, February 5th goes to the LAPD, who decided they needed to detain and then arrest my good brother, Michael Rinder, a.k.a. Killer Mike. Drop on the clues bombs for Killer Mike. You know, we've been celebrating the good brother, Killer Mike, all morning because last night he swept the Grammys. He won all three categories. He was nominated in Best Rap Performance, Best Rap Song, and Best Rap Album. He won all three. Drop on the clues bombs for Mike again. To all you naysayers out there, don't tell me Killer Mike shouldn't have won Rap Album of the Year if you didn't listen to Michael. Because I've been telling y'all for months that he should win a Grammy for Rap Album of the Year, and he did that. But then we heard the news that he was detained and booked for battery just hours after winning three awards. Let's go to WFB-TV Channel 2 Atlanta for the report, please. Police detained rapper and Atlanta native Killer Mike in the middle of the Grammy Awards show. It came <laughs> moments after he swept all three rap categories, his first Grammy win in more than two decades. Details on exactly what happened are still limited, but videos spreading online shows Killer Mike being escorted out of the arena in handcuffs. The AP is reporting a police spokesperson said it stemmed from an altercation inside that arena around 4 p.m local time and a text to our partners at the Atlanta Journal Constitution he said it was quote an overzealous security guard but I am good a source told channel 2 that he he did confirm that he was held but has since been released now all you Negroes out there who be wearing tinfoil poo shiesty mask all you folks will be on YouTube with every single conspiracy theory under the sun. Where is the conspiracy theories about this? You can't tell me this is not a conspiracy. I don't know what the conspiracy is yet, but the fact that Killer Mike swept the Grammys last night, mm. every rap category, and none of the rap categories was televised, and then he got detained and arrested. Killer Mike was about to buy NBC, okay? Or at the least, <laughs> at the least BET, all right? Now, we, we all know Killer Mike is a radical black man, great human being, one of my top five favorite rappers of all time, but an amazing human, okay? Philanthropist, entrepreneur. Oh. Then they hear Killer Mike's acceptance speech live on TV. And I believe that the powers that be had to keep Killer Mike from that stage at all cost. Okay, at least on the, the live television portion. I believe that as soon as they decided he was going to win those awards, then immediately they devised a plan to keep him from spreading his unapologetic blackness to the world. First, you know, they just didn't televise the awards. Then he just mysteriously gets handcuffed and detained over an alleged physical altercation and then released, you know, right after the awards over. This is why I wanted Jay-Z to go further in his speech last night in light of those circumstances, okay? When he won the Dr. Dre Global Icon Award, you know, he did acknowledge that they didn't televise. Uh, televise when the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff won an award in the 80s. They didn't televise when uh, Jay-Z won a Grammy in the 90s. And now it's 2024, and y'all didn't televise any of the rap categories. How did we make progress all these years only to go back to doing what caused us to boycott y'all in the first place? I would have liked for Jay-Z to make that statement and then call the good brother Killer Mike up on stage, you know, to give the acceptance speech live on TV that he should have gotten to begin with. But we didn't get that opportunity because the LAPD decided to detain Michael Rinder for some BS, okay? LAPD, when have y'all ever arrested an artist at the Grammys? Huh? Will Smith smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Love Will Smith, but that's assault. 
He didn't get arrested. They let him sit there for the rest of the show and accept his Oscar when he won. Killer Mike couldn't get that same type of courtesy in L.A., huh? I'm looking at the charge, and it says a physical altercation inside the arena involving a third party. What does that even mean? Third party leads me to believe it wasn't even Mike who was involved in the physical altercation. And the LAPD says somebody, you know, complains. Obviously, we have to do something about it. Really, LAPD? Really? You question them, book them, embarrass them by walking through the Crypto.com arena, got them handcuffed like he just shot the place up for an unspecified misdemeanor? YouTube, y'all know every damn thing, but all of a sudden you don't want to speak to the injustice that happened to Adamsville's finest, huh? LAPD, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Show me a time when an artist gets arrested from an award show for a misdemeanor. As much as y'all don't like doing extra paperwork, hell, it's understanding as some of y'all officers are. You trying to tell me that a misdemeanor warranted the nonsense y'all put Michael Render through last night? Nope. Nope. It was a conspiracy. I don't know what the conspiracy was, but it was a conspiracy. Was it the white supremacist power structure keeping Mike from saying something that was going to shake up black America last night? Huh? Was it Democratic operatives mad at how Killer Mike spoke truth to power on Bill Maher Friday night about Joe Biden? Huh? Was they upset about that? Huh? Was they upset he might go up there and say something that could impact the upcoming election negatively? Or was it the barbs? <laughs> who were mad that the Grammys announced Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice Barbie World as best rap song, but they were wrong because Killer Mike won. I don't know <laughs> why y'all would get mad at Mike about that, but was it y'all? All I know is LAPD, y'all didn't have to do that, okay? It could have waited. And I hope y'all don't arrest me for some nonsense next time I'm in LA because I just gave y'all the credit y'all deserve for being stupid. <sighs> Please give the LAPD the biggest hee haw. <laughs> it was a conspiracy. That was well put, Charlene. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm Thank you, Jessica. You. Yeah. It was wow. a conspiracy. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I believe so as well. I believe so as well. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Uh, last week, Shannon Sharp was uh, uh, doing his podcast, and he was talking about Jess Hilarious being the third, announced that we just, you know, that you're the third co-host. Yes. And when he announced it, he had things to say about it, that he said you were smart, you were funny, but he also talked about your looks as well. Mm -hmm. Ojo, we got to give a congratulations to uh, Jess Hilarious. She's the new co-host of The Breakfast Club. Hey. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Okay. So congratulations to her. Congratulations, um, Jess. Y'all bring y'all yeah. bring me on. I tell you what, I didn't look. Wow, I know she's happened? a comedian. Yo, she's and just, I fun, just funny now. Yeah. yeah just her body now. ain't no laughing matter, though. I didn't know what? she was like that. What? Oh, her body? Who? Like my like, like, body. Yada, 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 body on. Body on oh. Just hilarious? What? You Boy, ain't, ain't nothing funny about that. Boy, I ain't know that. I did not know, Ocho. I yeah. just like, okay, let me see, you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I got two phones, Ocho. I pull up different site. Right. I dropped them down. Mm -hmm. Like that? Mm -hmm. Nah, I'll give you Man, I'm saying like something too. Mm -mm. Hey, like Kyrie dribbling two basketballs. Mm -mm. That's when you got to tell your partners fall back. Okay, don't look at my sister like that. She's mm -hmm. 31. You 55. You old enough to be her Sorry. daddy and have grandkids. Sorry, okay. I, I was talking to Jess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. So, question 800-585-1051. Ladies, when men comment on your looks in your body, is it flattering or is it a turnoff? How, how did you feel about it? Um, I honestly, I, it didn't add to me. It didn't insult me. I just thought that, you know, like I said, it didn't compliment me at all. I shout out to Ocho Cinco though. Uh, absolutely, he. He uh always been like a fan of mine and knows how smart and funny that I am. So yeah, um I think there's ways to comp complimenting a woman without 
doing it like that. I mean, I don't know. It, it's nothing wrong with just saying, oh, she's an attractive. I, I didn't really ever look at her like that to know that she was attractive, you know, mm-hmm. like that. But all the different sites and going to the basketballs and all that, I I mean, sir, calm down. You know, I, I just, <laughs> I didn't, no, I, I really didn't, um, I didn't take no type of way. Now, I've seen that people, like, you know, and I even seen people that was like, well, what Jesse looking at? Because she is not, you know, it's just like I take all of it the same. It's like, okay, whatever. Just somebody else talking about Jess. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. Ladies, when men comment on your looks, is it a flattering or is it a turn off? Let's discuss 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Shannon Sharp. Uh, he, he was talking about Jess Hilarious being announced as the third co-host, and he was showing some love. Ojo, we got to give a congratulations to uh, Jess Hilarious. She's the new co-host of the Breakfast Club. Hey, DJ Envy and Charlemagne the Guy. Okay. So, congratulations to her. Congratulations, um, Jess. Y'all bring yeah. y'all bring me on. I tell you what, I didn't look. Where, I know where, she's where? a comedian. Yo, she's and just, I fu- just funny now. Yeah. yeah just her body now. ain't no laughing matter, though. I ain't know Who? she was like that. What? Oh, her body? Who? Like, like, like my body. Yada, 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 body on, body on, on. Just hilarious? What? You Boy, ain't, ain't nothing funny about that. Boy, I ain't know that. I did not know, Ocho. I yeah. just like, okay, let me see, you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I got two phones, Ocho. I pull up different site. Right. 051, ladies, when men comment on your looks, is it flattering or turn off? Now, we just asked you, Jess, and you said. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it depends on, like, sometimes it can get uncomfortable. If, depending on how far in detail they going. And if they that old, it's like, all right, that. Like, you know, or like, oh, you know, it's sometimes it's like, okay, like. So the body, 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 body part didn't, that didn't offend, offend you. That didn't offend me. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, if he would have stopped there, that's cool, you know. But then talking about. Because I want to know what sites he was pulling up. Like, it, it sounded like maybe, was he talking about porn? Or- guy is? Like, if it's a guy you like or a guy you interested in? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it matters. I mean, because still, if it's a guy that I like, mm-hmm. I would hope he would have a little bit more respect for me than that. Yeah, true. You know, Facts. it's definitely, it matters. I, I think mean, age you know, matters, matter. too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you 55, salute to Shannon Sharp, you 55, just yeah. 31. Mm-hmm. So it just sounds crazy. Because when you're mm-hmm. old, everything you say sounds crazy. Yeah. Now, that, must, that must be Angelica Jam. Don't shake like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's always come from a different era. So yeah. everything we say sounds yeah. nuts. That thing thing That thing thing That thing thing Please don't tell me that thing thing and then you're 60. Girl, you don't know it. <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't know what to do with all that. You don't know, you don't know what to do with all that. that. Like it ain't yours. And yeah, and you don't know what to do all that. Joe, <laughs> you don't know what to do with all this. Mm-mm. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We got Monica on the line. Monica, good morning. Yes, good morning. Monica, what's your thoughts? Uh, my choice is on being complimented. You know, it don't matter. How the man compliments you. You know, he could say it vulgar. He could say it with big energy, little energy. He still think about you. You feel me? So it's going to the good. That's how I feel about it. A compliment is a compliment no matter how it come out and about. Where you calling from? Okay. From the Bronx. From Bronx, the Bronx, New York. Oh, okay. Shout out to my next mom crew, too. Your mom. Yo, Ma, <laughs> where you going, Ma? With the joke with you? With the joke with the two on, Ma? Hey, look, 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 real quick, so for my so, kids right now. Look, look, so if you walk down, hey, Monica, listen, if you walking down the street, right, and a nigga be like, hey, Lil' BBL. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, I, I want, hey, I want hey, that. Hey, come, hey. come come, sit them, sh- them hey. shot cheeks on me. You know what I'm saying? With, hey, with, I, I'll tell them, hey, Mom, I... I 
I tell him my grandmother said more than a mouthful is a waste. You feel me? Oh, she ready. Oh, I feel you, baby. Like yeah. She ready. More than a mouthful. More, 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 more than a mouthful is a win. I ain't going to waste no food now. I ain't going to waste no food. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay. Jay, what's up, man? Talk to us, bro. What's your, what's your thoughts? Man, I'm I'm just, I'm driving and I'm tripping because I cannot believe this is even a conversation. Okay. <laughs> These ladies are out here every day, all day. Trying to be pretty, trying to be sexy with the hair, the nails, the lips. And like I was telling your boy a few seconds ago, I just watched a video of a chick shooting fluid up her fingers so she can make her fingers fatter. That is what? crazy. And so when, yeah, it tripped me out too, right? Mm. Um, Does it work for the penis? That's hilarious. Oh, All right, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen your body body, but you're a beautiful woman. Thank you. But, I appreciate uh, you. For you to be mad. At Uncle Shay Shay for saying that you were sexy and fine. She said she was mad. She said she was mad. I need you. I don't need you to keep my name out your mouth. I need you to watch it. That's that's my new uh, motto. I need you to understand what I said. I didn't get mad because he called me sexy and fine. I didn't that's say not what he called me. Mad. I said they was kind of trying to get mad. No, you said for you uh, to get mad that he called you sexy and fine. I didn't get mad. No, she didn't get mad. I said when they go into specific detail about things they don't know what about now, you just said, I didn't detail? see your body, and you don't detail? need to see it. What specific detail? Yeah, th this was, go back and listen to it. Goodbye, sir. Thank you. How are you talking about? Look, he sounds 65. He probably was. Getting mad about it. <laughs> Sasha, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. We were talking about uh, ladies when men comment on your looks. Is it flattering or a turn off, mama? It's, it's giving words sometimes. First of all, let me say congratulations to Jess. What up, Envy? Charlemagne. Ain't Monday's a good day to start the week? Thank yep. you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Monday's a great but, day yeah. to start the week. <laughs> Monday seems like the best day to start the week to me. But yeah, as far as the topic goes, sometimes it can be flattering if you do it right. You know, you look real nice and all that. But what Uncle Shay Shay did, it's giving stalker to catch a predator. Damn. <laughs> just and it's just going in depth. Like I said, you know, I you know, it sometimes it can get weird. Sometimes I'm not mad at him, but it just sometimes it gets weird. Malaysia. Hey, what's up, Breakfast Club? Good morning, Malaysia. We're talking about when men comment on your looks. Is it flattering? Is it a turn off? What's your thoughts, Malaysia? Um, I don't mind a compliment as long as the guy isn't being weird and he knows when to compliment and just keep it moving. Because mm -hmm. guys nowadays, they don't know how to just compliment and keep it moving. They want to try to go on and on. So a nice, good, simple compliment is okay. As long as it's respectful. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Malaysia. Say so you look nice. 800. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with that? Even she said the body, body, body. She know he's, you know, he's an entertainment, so he's entertainment. He's performing. Yeah. He's performing. He's performing. But then it was just after that. It's just the yeah. fact he's 55. He's 55, just 31. He could literally be just daddy. Yeah. Just could have kids. He could be a granddaddy. <laughs> That's literally all it is. It's the fact he's 55. Yeah. In but the mouth. What? The, 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 it's the way his mouth moves when he talks. I'm telling <laughs> then, you, that's mm -hmm. all it is. Mm -hmm. That's literally all it is. Five eight five one zero five one. We're talking, uh, ladies. With men coming on your looks, is that flattering or a turn off? Let's discuss. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we were talking. It started from a conversation of Shannon Sharp. He was talking about Jess Hilarious, congratulating on on being the third co-host, and then he said this. Where I know she's ever? a comedian. Yo, she's and just, I fu just funny now. Yeah. yeah just her funny body now. ain't no laughing matter, though. I ain't know what? she would like that. What? Oh, her body? 
That's hilarious. What? You Boy, ain't, ain't nothing funny about that. Boy, I ain't know that. I did not know Ocho. I yeah. just I'm like, okay, let me see. You know, yeah. so I, you know, I got two phones, Ocho. I pull up different site. Right. I'm dropped them down. Mm -mm. Like that? Nah, Uncle you bull. Man, I'm saying like something too. Mm -mm. Hey, like Kyrie dribbling two basketball. So we were asking, you know, ladies, is that a turn off or is it flattering? Jess was like, for her, it was, you know, neither here or there, right? Yeah. But sometimes it can get a little weird. You know what I mean? Mm hmm And we got Tiffany on the line. Tiffany, good morning, Tiffany. Good morning. What's your thoughts, Tiffany? Well, honestly, I think it's a turn off. You know, we hear about it in the song all the time. And I think it's unpleasant, you know. Um, you can compliment us in a better manner without going straight for our bottom half, our rear ends, yeah. different things like that. Um, I don't think... Um, men compliment other races in that manner and he could have just left it at you know Jess Hilarious is a very attractive woman I didn't know she looked like that she's fabulous and just left it at that you know and um, that's my thoughts on it now Tiffany playing devil's advocate let's say Tiffany you in the gym and you working your body out you working your glutes and you're doing it because you want to look nice and a man sees you how could a man compliment you without being disrespectful he can say, oh, girl, I see you. Nice body. I see you keeping yourself up. And, I ain't saying no nice body. I'm not saying no nice body. Is she in the gym? Is working on Hell no. Nice body. Nope. Hell no. Nope. I might see you like you working out. That's better. I work out. Well, when I work out, you know, men are in huddles. They're saying, they're like, oh, she looks good. She looks nice. They'll compliment my abs more so than my glute. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So them glutes gluten in it. Them glutes gluten now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Oh, that was a blush laugh. Yeah, she like the glutes gluten. Thank Don't you, do Tiff. that. You do my that laugh in the gym, they're going to keep going. Listen, my thing is, what if, if someone, oh, what, if, if, if a, a guy walking down the street and I'm just like, okay, what's up, decent penis? What's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> what's up, decent penis? like that. I'm not saying it's small. I ain't saying it's big. I can just see your print from here and I like what I see. If you got great sweatpants on, you what's go, up, print? Yeah, what's yeah. Up, what's up, little print? print? Yeah. Little print. Or, or, or if I don't see a print, but you nice, you cute, I'm like, okay, what's up, little tucky? You know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't going to like that. That's true. That's true. But now, when, when they did that to you, Charlamagne, you felt a way in First. You talked? Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was leaving the Viacom building. <laughs> yeah, leaving the Viacom. And there was a group of gay men. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And the group of gay oh. men, I, I, I just was walking by and they was like, uh-uh, Charlamagne, you ain't gonna walk by here with all that ass and not say nothing. <laughs> How did you feel? And what'd you say? <laughs> I was I got intimidated, so I came back because I didn't know I didn't want to keep walking because the way they were talking kind of they were talking to me kind of crazy. Right. I, they called me hips. Uh-uh, hips. <laughs> Come <in> hips. <laughs> Yeah, but did you like it? No. Yeah, they could have been more subtle about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like it. it was too aggressive for That's me. Yeah, no, I didn't like don't it. just walk past with all that. That's what he said. Don't walk by me with all that hat and not say nothing. Right, but, but you did come back. Right, you ain't walk away. You came. I didn't back. walk back to them. I just turned around. He like, didn't get the number. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned around like, damn. That's how you talk to a lady. That's how you talk to a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Ashley. How y'all doing today? Ashley, good morning. Hi, Ashley. Now, now, when men give you a compliment and they compliment your body, is it a turn off or is it flattering? Um, when they compliment my body, I'm really just kind of cringe a little bit because a lot of times it's somebody great, great uncle who don't even need to be looking at <laughs> Great, <you>. great uncle. <laughs> great, oh, damn. Oh, great, great. Yes, and that is disgusting. Just, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. That's I think that's what you got to do. So you got to remind a man that he old. You got to yeah. be like, relax, Grandpa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because I think that's what makes it in. A, that's what makes it super creepy mm. to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story if there's a moral? Moral of the story is some of y'all women ain't never had a man compliment on your body, so you need to stop lying. Okay? Jesus. I can hear the badly builtness in some of y'all voice when y'all called oh, up. <laughs> some of y'all lying, all right? That's, that's that's the moral of the story. But just brothers, man, just be cognizant of who you talking to. Because ladies don't like that like y'all think they do. No, yeah, not all the time. No, it's not. Not everybody likes that, you know, like for you to comment on the body parts. Like, no, nah, you can just say, oh, you look good or, you know, or just, you know, I find you attractive. Or if that, even, that's, even if that's not how you talk, if you a hood nigga, yo, it's better ways that just like, like, even though I was joking, but I've heard a guy say, Lil BBL, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard a guy say that, and a girl got offended, like, no, like, I don't have no surgery. Like, what are you talking about? You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just offensive sometimes. All right. Well, we got Jess with the mess. What are we talking about? Ooh. I'm State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. 
Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't even know. All right, we'll get to it next. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. How long you think it's going to take for Jess to start wearing sweatsuits and dressing regular? Ah, make I, that a bet. I say about six weeks. Six weeks? <laughs> I say yeah. six weeks. That's a lot of outfits, Jess. Yeah, that you is. You be throwing on every morning. No, I, I, I don't got no clothes. I say that. Okay. Right. Okay. I say it's a lot. That's a lot. Six weeks. That's a lot of clothes, Jess. I don't know if you got that many. Like, what? <laughs> don't right. play with me. Well, let's get to Jess with the mess. Meg the Stallion signs deal with Warner Brothers. Well, Warner Music. Uh, Meg the Stallion and Warner Music Group agreed on a deal that allows Megan to remain independent, which I think is great. I think it's great for any artist to, you know, be independent and then she will own her masters and um like like all her music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this deal will allow her to tap into Warner's resources, though. So she basically has a distribution deal with them, the radio promotion and marketing and stuff like that. She'll release all her music independently through Hot Girl Productions. Uh, she'll retain ownership of her masters and publishing. That's the word I was looking for. Any artist that is signed to her Hot Girl Productions imprint will be uh, become part of Warner's ecosystem. And she is still... Managed by Rock Nation. I like that. Megan said, this is the beginning of an exciting new chapter of my life and career. I'm really focused on building an empire and growing as an entrepreneur. I know we're going to create history together. So drop a clues bomb for that. That's really nice. That's dope. Yeah, I don't understand anything about the music industry. I thought she was already with 300. She was. And I thought 300 is with Warner Music. So she just started her own production company. They just shuffled it around. She redid her contract. But she's in the same system. But like like Jess just said, now she got got a publisher. She got a label. Yep. And and the difference is now she'll uh, retain ownership of her masters in publishing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You know, so that's good. You know, so she, it still allows her, like her music, you know, she's still independent. She mm. just has a distribution deal with them. It just gets her music and stuff out there more. And whoever signed under her. And, you know, they will, yeah. It is it true? Hiss is number one on Billboard? Yes. Yes, it is, it is. true. This is number one. one song in the yes. This is, this is, which is, I don't want to say sad, but this is the biggest record of her career so far. Yeah. Bigger than... Um, body, 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 yes. No, man. What was the other one? Savage? Yeah. Yep, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's bigger than that. It is. I yeah. know that song ain't called Body, Yaddy, Yaddy, too. No, it's not. It's, 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 called? it's called Body. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Body. Body. That's I was about to say, because, you know, once you get to a certain age, you just name things after the hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that song, Body, Yaddy, 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 you know that song. <laughs> All right, Shannon. No, that's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. It's just called Body. Um, Candy Burris uh, makes it clear that she is leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Candy Burris has been a cast member of Real Housewives of Atlanta since season two, which aired in twenty uh, in two thousand nine. So she's been doing it for for uh, fourteen years. And she they asked her about it about this last night, and she said she didn't want to do it because like during 
the break of it, one of her friends had asked her, like, why are you still doing it? And she looked, she just was like, yeah, there's really no reason. <laughs> like, why are you still doing it? But, like, why still doing yeah, it? I mean, because it's just something that she can do. But she has other things that she that she's focusing on. We have audio for it as well. So basically, you have to be on the Grammy board. Committee. Stop that. Oh, no. Nah, it ain't that. Stop that one. My bad. Listen, it's my first day. Y'all no, shut up. you giving them the number, Look. Jess. <laughs> no, you, it you ain't no number here. You see a number here? It ain't the number. They don't got it. <laughs> Give, do number two. <laughs> I want a number two, please. Number no, one, number two. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm sorry. So basically, I thought it was going to be the audio when, her, when the guy had asked her on the red carpet last night. Like, basically, uh, you know... Oh, was it Jason Lee? Yeah, I think it was Jason Lee. Oh, I think Jason, Jason Lee. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, Dang. I, I don't think we have the audio over that, though. Yeah, no, but it's fine. That. He had pretty much asked her, like, why? And, and you know, ran down her accolades and all this other stuff that she has going on. And she just was like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's focusing on other things. And it's it's just kind of like a, a boring job for her at this moment. I mean, it's, it's, it's no drama that, that we haven't heard. Hey, it was audio for that. It was audio for this right here. But, but, let me, but let me get to this. So... Uh, to our point earlier, we was talking about Grammy voting uh, mm-hmm. process, and Candy was actually on um, the board before. A video had resurfaced of Candy Burris discussing the voting process for the Grammy. She spoke on it during an interview on Big Facts podcast, uh, hosted by Big Bank and DJ Scream. Um, the interview took place in 2021, but this is the audio that that was for that. So basically, you have to be on the Grammy board Committee. to be able to vote. One year, I was actually on the board who the people who actually. Got to vote, vote. Mm. So basically, everybody votes. Mm -hmm. And then I think they narrow it down. And then they have like this uh, secret group of people Mm. who. Illuminati. On the top. top. (laughs) (laughs) Lame. (laughs) It's a lame. (laughs) It's like you vote on the top five. All Mm. the people that's in the Grammy Association Mm. or whatever. Obviously, it's way more others. White, it is white, white people. people, right? So when it gets the five people that we that the secret committee get to choose from, is the ones that the masses of the got to ch- get narrowed it down to. The majority of the people in the Grammy Association are not people who actually listen to rap music. So basically, what we That's said, what said earlier, you need more diver- you need more black people on the board or whatever. Exactly. Voting. And shout to Baby Jade. I think Baby Jade. Shout to Baby Jade. Big Bank Screen. Yeah. Baby mm-hmm. Jade on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast yeah. Network. Big facts. Yep. But I just wanted to do that. I wanted to actually include that part of it because that was actually somebody who was in the room and who who can actually attest to. Yep. I think she was the only black person, and she like they they have to like. They have, it's a wide range of music that they all yeah. have to sit in. And if they don't know it, they just listening to it. It's going to one end off the other. The same way we you know? don't know Miley Cyrus. Miley and don't Cyrus say flowers. we because I know well, you do. I, I'm it's, not saying no. Don't say no the we. The same way a lot of us didn't don't know Miley Cyrus yeah. flowers. People don't know it's the, the same. stuff that we listening to. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nori consults Jay-Z when he buys watches. Now, Nori recently uh, was a guest on Wrist, Wrist Check Podcast. Yep. And I don't really understand why this was a conversation. I think the headline stuck out to me because I was like, what kind of meat grinding crap is this? But we got the, the audio <laughs> real quick, yo. Let me get this. I don't I'm care, Nori. watch unless I speak to certain people. Jay-Z, stop the list. Okay. okay. Does not answer me all the time. But I think that's respect. Yes. I think if he doesn't like the watch, he won't just, he won't say, Nori, don't do that. Like he's, he's too gotcha. rich and too smart and too fly to yeah. say, Nori, no, don't do yeah. that. Because he knows he's one of them. When I got the two, when I got the Nautilus and when I got the Aquanaut, I sent them both pictures and his exact words, in my opinion, I'm paraphrasing, I believe this is what his exact words was. Mm-hmm. Get both the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Audemars, Kevin Hart. 
I'll wait. I'll wait a week. He, he writes a week. Once he hits me back, we're good until we'll have you order more talk. And then Mark Warburg. Okay. It's, it's, um, Those are yeah, and, and like my thing is, if you, if you got to consult with somebody, to, you know, other than your parents, to to buy like watches, you shouldn't buy them. <laughs> like Mark Warburg, Kevin Hart, and Jay Z, if you ain't got their money, you shouldn't be. Hey, you think I should get this? Like I, don't, I they got I just, they, well, they got good taste. Jay Z is definitely a watch guy. Nah, see, but the, the thing uh, is, shout to Nori. I know what Nori meant. He, he just said it wrong. So uh, when you buy that a watch, that watch is an investment. It's not a, a five thousand dollar watch. These is forty thousand, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollar watches. Damn, you know how much these watches so, are? Envy, so don't ever play with me. I ain't say you buying citizens and fossils. But I was saying, but some of those watches are investments. So you ask people who pay for it more. So for instance, if I buy a car, I, I usually call Swiss. Because Swiss has the money well, to buy these type of cars. But it's yeah. the investment because they make money. You you can sell it in mm-hmm. those are ways that, just like people buy art, that's investment. What about the paint for your beard and the paint for your um your hairline? Who and you, that who is you Jess consult with about the that? Thank you, Jess. What artist do you reach out to and say, hey, man, what Beijing do you use? I, Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> Which it's one enough. you use, Rick? <laughs> all right, so I was going to start naming people like that way, but I ain't going to do that to them. All right, all right. All right. up next is the people. Choice mix. It's the bre- I hate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And let me salute to uh, Hampton University. It was the big legacy classic over the weekend. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan for putting it on. And Hampton beat Howard University. So again, we are the real HU. Salute to all the Hampton alumni. Salute to all the HBCUs. Man, yeah, it was nice. a great game. Michael B. Jordan went to HBCU. I don't know if he went to HBCU, but he's you know he's from Newark, so he brings the game to Newark to yeah. support the HBCU. So. Which is good. You saw him? Yeah, I seen him. You had a white girl with him? <laughs> no, he didn't have a white girl with <laughs> okay. him, man. What's wrong with you? I'm just asking. Just sure. That'd be crazy if you bring a white girl to an HBCU event. Yo, shut <laughs> up, man. You gotta really love white women to do some shit like he that. He did not. He was he was with his homies. He was okay. watching the game. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right, man, we come going. back. It is Black History Month. <laughs> it is, yo. Oh, it is Black History Month. I got to salute my guy, B-Dot. You know, every day during Black History yes. Month, uh, we do a segment called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Neither. It comes out on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. But uh, B-Dot today is talking about a black emoji creator whose goal was to create emoji diversity. Uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. Today, B-Dot is talking to us about a black emoji creator whose goal was to create emoji diversity and tackle digital non-exclusion, but he's been blocked at every turn during the patent process. Listen. On today's episode of I Didn't Know, maybe you didn't either, I have a question. Did Katrina Parrott ever get her patent? The answer is no. If you're not familiar with Katrina Parrott, the year was 2013, and Katrina Parrott's daughter trying to use her emojis but she had a problem and she ran to mommy and said mommy none of my emojis look like me and katrina paris said you know what baby (laughs) mama gonna fix that and mama fixed that she diversified emojis before katrina paris inventions everybody was out here looking like simpson characters i personally know people that did not use the emojis because they said they didn't look like no damn bar simpson she created five different emojis she created the fist pump she created the high five five months later she had them joints in the app store ready for folks to download and all we got to downloading them colorful emojis and it only makes sense a last name as colorful as parrot would create and diversify the emojis and then big tech stepped in and big tech said hey we want to use these and they took them 
and they got a patent from the patent office before Katrina Parrott could get a patent for her own ideas. I mean, every single time she submits to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, she gets told no. Like if you ask somebody if they listen to a Nick Cannon mixtape, she gets denied like Tory Lanez requesting a new trial. Man, it happens far too often. Giant tech companies like Apple, they get granted patent after patent after patent by the USPTO, that the United States Patent and Trademark Office. But women and entrepreneurs of color, we always got to climb these steep hurdles to get credit for our ideas, for our intellectual property. Way too often our patents get rejected. Why? It even happens in music. Google Ryra, R-Y-E-R-Y-E. She's an artist out of Baltimore. Drake sampled her voice on Honestly Nevermind, along with other artists that have sampled her voice, and she gets no credit for it. She complains about it constantly on her social media. Nobody cares. Imagine my dismay when I turned on Beyonce's Before I Let Go and heard my voice at the very beginning of the track. I hadn't talked to anybody about putting my music on no Beyonce album. I mean, my mama very happy about it, but that's my intellectual property. Same as Katrina Parrott. When the big tech companies come through and they take your ideas, they take your intellectual property, they get patents for it, there's nothing you can do about it. And Katrina Parrott's done her due diligence. She's done the correct paperwork to get these patents for 11 years and counting. Still nothing. So to the original question, did Katrina Parrott ever get her patent? The answer is no, not yet, and I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. All right, well, salute to uh, BDOT, and thank you for those moments each and every day. That's right. Make sure you subscribe to I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Every week, I mean, every day during Black History Month, he puts out a new episode, so go check him out. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And today was Jess's first day. How you feeling, it Jess? Was, I, feel, I feel so good. You know, I thank you for my my throne chair. Thank you for my uh, gold balloon. They say I you. Love that. Yeah, y'all some clowns. Like, if <laughs> y'all can really w's. see need more w's. how they got you spelled in here, like <laughs> Y-E-W-W-W, yo. It's like four more W's that y'all need to add, but whatever. Yeah. But you know what was... um interesting to see mm-hmm. interesting uh, it was interesting that when I first had um, announced right like everybody who was like all for me right and then you know to hear everybody running their mouth like it was the same people that was like oh you know all for me I love that I love that mm-hmm. and that's why I really liked like how um, it was rolled out I liked how I cause you know to hear people not apologize is great. I don't really need no apologies, but to hear people who, to be like, th- just to hear silence now mm-hmm. is just so far. I'd rather you That's shut right. up than for you to not say sorry because you know you don't be sorry about it. And I love that Gary Owen, he said he was going to say something, but he didn't. I'm glad he didn't I'm either. Glad he shut up. Yeah, you know, I, re- I got something to host for everybody. Damn so it, I'm glad that he didn't, you know. And then I need for y'all to know, I call these niggas trash all the time. This is how I talk to them. That is a fact. So that, so that was, that was, I'm going to be calling y'all trash all the time when y'all have trash opinions. She you called, know what I'm she saying? She called me trash, old. All the, all the time. time. This That's is how, how she I talks. talk That's to her love them. Yeah, she tells me to shut up. She's told me to shut up so many times. They were like, she told Envy to shut up. She, I'm like, like, she burned out her bridges. Like, she tells like, me to shut up all the time, guys. I don't I, know if you heard this. All the time. So. By the way, that's a Baltimore thing. Y'all call y'all grandma's dummies. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> you know yeah, saying? yeah. I make sure I'm far away from mine. But yeah, I call like, come on, dummy. And she <laughs> said the same thing. Like, But it's, it, it's all, it's, it's all 
cultural for Baltimore. That, that's, that's just how we are. So I love my brothers, though. I love the fact that I'm up here finally, though. So. We, love, we love that you are here. Thank you. That's right. I just don't know how long these outfits going to last. <laughs> I told you six weeks. I give it we, six weeks. Yeah, then, then you we'll start see. seeing sweats. I ain't gonna lie I don't, I don't know But I'm still gonna be Coming in here looking fly Like don't play with me I'm not gonna come in here Looking like y'all <laughs> Like no Cause I don't know Why you got A scully on Like yeah That means you ain't Shaved that little bit Of fuzz coming no, I got, out I got a haircut Two days ago Oh okay Yeah Cause sometimes you look like you care, sometimes you don't. <laughs> With slippers on, they say I've been doing. We've been doing this for thirteen years, so we don't care. <laughs> oh man, you got a positive note, Charlamagne? I do. I just want to tell everybody out there, man. Don't forget how badly you once wanted what you have now. You are living in your blessing. You are living something that you prayed for. So always remember, blessings are always coming to us, man. Have a great day. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.